Hey everybody, this is Pastor Cor Chavis. Thank you so much for checking us out today at Truth Chapel's podcast. If this word has blessed your spirit or encouraged you, take a moment and leave us a quick review. Also, check us out at truth-chapel.com or any of our social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. God bless, and I pray you enjoy. I'd like you to turn me to the book of 2 Peter, chapter 3. 2 Peter, chapter 3. Y'all should be getting a small stack of stickers. It's going to take just a moment as they're still passing them out. I want to read for you. 2 Peter, chapter 3, verse 7 begins, But the heavens and the earth which are now, by the same word, are kept in store, reserved unto fire against the day of judgment and perdition of ungodly men. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come. Somebody say that with me. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. In the which the heaven shall pass away with a great noise and the element shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought we to be in holy conversation and godliness? looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God wherein the heavens begin being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat Mm. there's some scriptures here that I've just read I want to go back just for a moment and I want to read a little bit of verse 10 again where it says the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons ought you to be? Seeing that this is going to happen, seeing that everything is going to burn, how should we act knowing knowing that there's a lot of stuff that we hold dear to that's going to burn how should we act what should we do what kind of person should you be in conversation and in godliness let's pray together God ask you today to help me preach this message like I feel it in my spirit. God, and I pray you would help us to not only be hearers of the word, but also be doers of the word. And we'll be careful to give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. And lift your voice right now and give him high praise before you're seated in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to switch to my lapel mic just for a moment here 
Today I want to preach to you on this subject. What will burn versus what is eternal? What will burn versus what is eternal? Just a few weeks ago, uh, the leadership of this church, uh, our staff, our department heads, and, and those that help us in staff, we were all invited to a conference called Mentorship. Con- How many went to Mentorship Conference? Amen. Our staff uh, went to Mentorship Conference. We had about 30 there on Friday night. It was a great time. Uh, as a sponsor on Thursday, I, I was actually able to go and uh, participate in a luncheon and in that luncheon, uh, Brother Terry Schott was teaching. And in passing, he made a comment. You can turn my monitors down just a touch. I'm getting a little bit of ring. Um, in, in passing, he, he made a comment. And he said, we have to get an end-time mindset. Somebody say that with me. End-time mindset. I don't, I don't know if you know this or not, but... Um, The book of Revelation is full of prophecy. And a lot of that prophecy is happening right before our very eyes right now. Israel is under attack from all corners. And it looks as if America is uh, turning her back on her as well. This is all prophecy. That the world will turn against Israel and she will have to fight for her life again. And we're seeing it happen. We are seeing uh, the turn of one world government. We are seeing the term one world currency. We are seeing these terms play out in our newspapers. We are seeing these terms play out on CNN and MSNBC and Fox News. We're seeing it happen every day. We are seeing the Christian lifestyle come under attack. Anybody been noticing or is it just me? Anybody been noticing that if you stand for anything, uh, that the, the, the world and culture just turns their back on you? If you make a statement and say, I'm against this or I'm against that, literally the world will turn its back on you and ostracize you for even remotely thinking that you want to be a Christian and stand for something that is true. And you say, well, Brother Chavis, I don't, I don't really see it that, that, that much and, and, and I don't really see it uh, you know, going that way. Uh, well, just pick up a newspaper, uh, watch a news uh, channel. And, and you'll see that it's happening all around us. Uh, in, in China right now, there are Christians being arrested, having church in their basements, sneaking around, and Bibles being shipped in. I've told the church this before, but a couple of years ago, I was privy to be in a private setting where we Skyped with the pastor of the underground Chinese church. We were, we were made to not bring in our phones, not bring in anything because we could not put it on any kind of social media that we were talking with the pastor of the underground Chinese church. And he was telling us that there are over a million people in the underground Chinese church. These are apostolics, tongue talking, Holy Ghost field, water baptized in Jesus name, Chinese people. And they are coming under attack. We don't see it here in America a whole lot, but it's happening overseas every day and growing worse and worse every day. Has anybody ever heard of ISIS? They are literally catching Christians and cutting their heads off. We just in America having la-la land. We just 
everything's wonderful and fantastic and we have all of our freedoms and we're just so excited about it. But Revelation tells us about those that were beheaded for the name of Jesus Christ. What are you saying, Pastor Chavis? I'm saying that it's coming to a close. Pastor Terry Shock in that luncheon told us, he said, it's time to get an end time mindset. And he said in a statement that he made, he said, it's time for us to go through our house and put a sticker on everything that will burn. And put a sticker on everything that is eternal. When he said that in that meeting on that Thursday, I immediately wrote it down in my notebook and God spoke to me and said, you will preach this to True Chapel. You will preach this at your church. It's been a few weeks. I've been working on it for a while. There's some stuff I had to get ready. There's some things I needed to do. There's some ways I needed to play it out in my brain. But I feel like today's the day. I'm not going to preach today. I made up in my mind, I'm, I'm, I'm going to remain calm because I need to tell you some stuff. I need to tell you that everything's going to burn. Today's not a day uh, of rejoicing. Today's not a day of running aisles and clapping hands and everybody up. And saying, Man, pastor sure preached today. Today's a day when uh, you take some inventory in your life and you realize the stuff that I deem so important is not important. It's time for us to go through our lives and put a sticker on everything that's going to burn and put a sticker on everything that's eternal. I want to tell you some things that are going to burn today. There's a few pictures I got up here. I want you to put that house up there for me, that beautiful house. How many of y'all like to have a house like that? Mm. I don't know what I do. I just, I lose my whole mind. Amen. If a pastor can ask his church for $65 million to buy a new jet, I mean, can I get a couple hundred thousand to buy? That ain't ever going to happen, y'all. Don't worry about it. It's beautiful. But I need to tell you something. It's going to burn. It's lovely. And thank God for the folks that own it. And this may be what you're striving for. This may be what you're going for. This may be what you're spending all of your time and attention and effort and energy trying to get. But the problem is, is that it is beautiful. But on that day, it will melt with fervent heat. It ain't nothing. It is not eternal. It will burn. So it ain't worth it. It's not worth your soul. It's not worth your children's soul. It's not worth your husband's soul. It's not worth your wife's soul. It's not worth it because it's going to burn. Put that car up there for me. That's what I'm trying to get right here. Bugatti. Mm. I would look fly in that car right there. (laughs) 
but I'll settle for a Kia Optima, though. It looks good, and it's nice, and it's intriguing and enticing. But it's going to burn. It's going to burn. There is nothing eternal about this vehicle. There is nothing eternal about this lifestyle. It's going to burn. And if that is your goal, and if that is what you're putting your time and energy and effort into, it ain't worth it. It's going to melt with fervent heat. It's beautiful, but it will burn. Put the next picture up for me. Friendships, relationships, parties, and fun. It's fun, y'all. But it's going to burn. It's not eternal. There is no friendship or relationship that is worth you going to hell over. Let me say that again. I felt the Holy Ghost when I said that. There is no friendship or relationship. There ain't no boyfriend or no girlfriend that's worth going to hell over. It will burn. It will burn. I know you got 400 friends on Facebook. Great. That's fantastic. I'm happy for you. But it's not eternal. It's not. It's not eternal. Your family is more important than your friends. If your homeboy gets more time than your housewife. I'm not preaching today. I'm. If your girlfriends get more time than your husband. If your buddies and your pals get more time than your sons and your daughters, it's going to burn. I love, I, I love to play golf. I'm a golfer. If the weather's nice, I hope to play tomorrow. Hallelujah. I'm not real good at it, but I love to play. It's, it's really my only hobby. I don't have any hobbies except playing golf. That's really the only thing I do outside of, 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 of preaching and traveling and singing and doing what I do for God. My really only pastime is, is to play a game of golf, maybe once a week, maybe once a month. I haven't been playing regularly. The weather's been horrible, so I haven't had time to play. I've been busy, haven't had time to play. I'm trying to get a few games in before we move to this new building. Because I know I'll be so busy, I won't have time to play. I, you know, I love I love playing golf. It it eases my mind. I like being outside. I like being in nature. I like walking around. It's fun. It's it's it's. But you know what? It, it's also time consuming. And and I love golf. But you know what? I'm just gonna leave that right there as long as it'll stay on it. And every time I take that club out of my bag, I'm gonna be reminded. There ain't nothing about this activity that is eternal. There ain't nothing about this that's eternal. It's just going to burn. It's going to burn. 
Now, 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 I got some golf clubs up here right now, and I'm, I'm, I'm making this point about my golf clubs, but, 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 but let me go a little bit further. I know that your child is super talented, and he can throw a football a mile long, and, and that football might mean a scholarship for him, and that's great, and, and I pray that it happens. But, 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 but you have to understand that that football and that helmet and them pads, they're going to burn. And if he can't handle football and stay saved, is it worth it? Now, if you're from Truth Chapel, you know that this ain't my normal Sunday afternoon. Right about now, my tongue's hanging out and I'm letting it fly. But, but I got some stuff I need to say today. I know, I know that your, your child or you may be super talented at some event and some sport. And that's great. And, and, and play it. I'm not saying you can't play. You know what I'm saying? But if you can't play and stay saved, it ain't worth it. If you see that that sport is pulling your child or pulling you away from God, you got to go up to that thing and put a sticker on it and say, hey, it's going to burn. There ain't nothing about this moment that is eternal. Let me speak to some young people right now. Because our society, our culture has, has led you to a thought process that, you know, if you don't have the best education possible, then you ain't nothing. And, and I want to make a statement right now. Don't you leave here and say, Pastor Chavis is totally against education. I believe in education. Graduate from high school, go to college, get your degree, get your doctorate, get the BS, the PhD, the MMD, the whatever. Whatever it is you can get, get it. But let me tell you about something about education. It's going to burn. Them books are going to burn. That degree you got hanging up in your house right now, you got it in that, in that nice plaque. It looks so beautiful. Guess, what, guess what's going to happen to that plaque? It's going to burn. It's not eternal. So if you can't go to college and stay saved, don't go to college. Bible college included. I know more kids that have lost their life at a Bible college than have lost their life in a regular college. Just because it says Christian on the front door don't mean it's Christian. I'm all for education. I'm all for getting your education. You, have, you need to get education. If, if you come ask me, I'll help you get an education. This church will help you get it. We'll do whatever we got to do. I'll write letters for you to get an education. You need an education. But if it gets in front of God, there's no degree worth going to hell over. And you say, well, well Pastor Chavis, you know, I want to go be an engineer. Well, that's great. The church needs engineers. Stand up, Brother Gene. Stand up. I'm so blessed to have this family with it. Brother Gene is saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, water baptized, can play and sing like nobody's business. He, he's a great member of the church, but he's an architect. Yeah, he's an architect. Does some drawings. He ain't a preacher. He's an architect. The church needs architect. Thank you, Gene. You can be seated. It ain't worth losing your soul over just because you want to be educated. Stand up, Adam. I don't mean to point you out. Stand up. 
Adam Ewing right here, great man of God, saved, Holy Ghost filled, water baptized, living for God, doing, doing a great job doing it. But he's a business owner. Owns a large construction business. He's even in this state and in other states. About to go global. But he's living for God. See, I, I want to show you young people. You can do awesome things and still stay in the church. You don't have to be a preacher. You don't got to stand up here behind this pulpit. You don't have to sing or play an instrument. You can be an architect or a business owner and you can still live for God. Brother Miller's a business owner, owns his own printing company. Brother Rose, a business owner, owns his own landscaping business. Great landscaping business. But every one of them will tell you that architect job, that business, it's going to burn. All them trucks you own, all them lawnmowers, all them weed eaters you own, it's going to burn. It's not going to get me to heaven. Listen, I come from a talented family with a lot of talent. And I can play, I can sing, my mom and dad can play and sing, my brothers can play and sing. I just come from that kind of family. I've had many, many opportunities. I've had many, many opportunities to leave the church and use my gift somewhere else. <laughs> I've had many opportunities to play at clubs and bars and concerts. And I've had many opportunities to go and take my talent and my ability and use it for the world. And, and maybe make a little money on the side. I don't know about being famous, but I probably could have made some money. Only problem is, is when it comes to the sticker. It burns. It's not worth my soul. It's going to burn. All of this stuff, all of this stuff is going to burn. Thank God for this church. But this church is going to burn too. Thank God for these seats and these pews and this carpet and all this... Music and everything we got going, but all this is going to burn. It is not eternal. Today I gave everybody just a few stickers. I, I, I know I didn't give you enough, but I wanted you to have some because I want you to go home. And I want you to put at least one or two of these in your house. Just, just so every time you see it, you, you get a re- reminder that, that this is not eternal. I want you to put it on something that's very important to you. I want you to put it on something that that you hold dear. Maybe something you do every day. Or maybe something that you... you, Some of us need to go in the house and uh, put that picture. Put that picture of the the video game deal up there, uh, Gary. Put that picture of the video game deal up there. Look at that right there. Got our young men sitting playing this game for four or five hours a day. Can't quote. Acts 2.38, can't quote Deuteronomy 6 and 4, but they could, they know every level of call of duty. They could, they could, they could walk you through it. They could have so many kills. They got so many levels. It's fun. It's cool. Only problem is it's going to burn. There is no eternal value in that. Some of y'all need to go home and take that sticker I gave you today and walk up to your flat screen TV and it's on the, in the corner to stick that burn sticker. And that way, every time you turn it on, you're reminded, you know what? This, there's nothing eternal about this. 
This activity that I'm about to spend an hour or two hours doing has no eternal weight with me. It's not going to matter a bit. You know what's going to matter? Courtney, come up here. There's a lot of things in my life that I do, and I, and I, and I try to do well. Music, preaching, being a pastor. I'm trying my best to be everything that God has called me to be. But a lot of that stuff is just going to burn. And Judgment Day is not all, some of it will, but not all of it is going to matter. It's not going to matter. What, what's going to matter? See, this is eternal. This matters. This is an eternal moment for me. If I fail at being a pastor, so be it. You know, I don't want to, and I'm going to try my best not to, but if I fail at being a pastor, I can go sell used cars somewhere. I'll be fine. But if I fail at being a father, I can't come back from that. This is eternal for me. Some of y'all need to go home and get your kids' pictures out and set them up where you can see them and put that eternal sticker on them and say, that's eternal. That's going to matter in the end. When, when, when the eastern sky is split, I'm going to want to know, are my kids going with me? What a tragedy for you to make it to heaven, but your kids don't because you were too busy playing church or trying to get education or playing a game of golf or worrying about your talent and your abilities or worried about your success or your job or what you're doing. And you forgot your kids in the mix. God help me if I pass through this church to the best of my ability, but I forget my kids in the process. This is eternal. This matters. Thank you, baby. Sister Downs, I think I borrowed your Bible. But I really wanted to have a real Bible for this moment. Go home to your personal library. And I want you to put a burn sticker on every book in that library. I don't care who wrote it. I don't care if Einstein wrote it, Shakespeare wrote it. I don't care if the smartest man on the planet wrote that book. I don't care what book it is. I don't care if it's your favorite book. I don't care if it's Sherlock Holmes or Moby Dick. I don't care what that book is. But you put a burn sticker on it because it's all going to burn. There's one book in your inventory that you need to take that eternal sticker out. And you need to say, you know what? Heaven and earth shall pass away, but not one tittle of my word Not one dot, not one comma, not one period, nothing, nothing in this book will burn. This is eternal. Heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will remain. It will all melt with fervent heat. And because we know this, what manner of persons should we be? This is eternal. This doesn't change. It's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And if I read something 25 years ago that hurt my feelings because I didn't want to believe it and didn't want to accept it, and, and it, and it was abrasive to me, and I read it 20 years later and it still hurts my feelings and it's abrasive to me, and I don't really see it that way, who cares? If, well, who cares about your opinion? God doesn't. That word ain't changing. Matter of fact, he said, if you take away from this word, you'll be cursed. And if you add to this word, you'll be cursed. 
It is what it is. And it will never burn. It is eternal. I know I didn't give enough stickers. And there may be some left over. There's some left over, right? There's a stack left over. If you, when you leave today, grab some. But everybody ought to go home and find your Bible and stick that sticker on it. And remind yourself that, that, that this is eternal. This doesn't go away. This doesn't change with the culture. Let me say that again. This doesn't change with our culture. This, this doesn't change with, with the nuances of the new age movements. This doesn't change with the president. This doesn't change with my congressman. This doesn't change. My family doesn't change this. My friends don't change this. My, my line of work doesn't change this. Nothing changes this. This is eternal. The word of God is forever settled in heaven. It will never burn. Your will will burn. Your word will burn. The promises that you made will burn. But the word that he said and the promises that he made, they are eternal. They don't burn. I'm almost finished. I think I've really made my point today. And and I don't want to belabor a point. But there's some things in our lives that we have to take inventory on. In 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 18, 2 Corinthians 4, 18 says, While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. If you can put your hand on it, it's going to burn. But if you can't put your hand on it and you can put your heart on it or in it, it's probably eternal. Job Chapter 8, verse 15, Job 8, verse 15 said, He shall lean upon his house, but it will not stand. He shall hold it fast, but it shall not endure. You know what's eternal? Goodness is eternal. Said, Lord, for your goodness endureth forever. Your mercy endureth forever. Your grace is everlasting. This is what the book of Psalms tells us, that his Word endureth forever. First Peter chapter 1, first Peter chapter 1, verse 24 to 25 says, For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. So what if you have great glory? It's like a flower and grass, it will die. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. But the word of the Lord endureth forever. First John chapter 2. 1 John chapter 2 verse 17 and the world passeth away the world burns and the lust thereof but he that doeth the will of God will abide forever the Bible tells us that there's a gift in the book of Romans it says the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is what? eternal the gift of God is eternal life For it is not his will that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. And if we know this, if if, if we know this, if we understand that everything's going to burn and there's only a few things that are going to be eternal. If we know this now, what, what manner of person should we be? How should we live? 
How should we walk and how should we talk and how should we conduct ourselves? Are there some activities that I'm involved in that I need to stop doing because I don't want to burn? Is there some stuff in my life that I need to sit on the corner and sit to the side because it's not eternal and I'm wasting my time and I'm wasting my energy on it? It's not worth going to hell over, sir. It's not worth going to hell over, ma'am. My children are eternal. They matter. The word of God is eternal. His mercy is eternal. His goodness is eternal. His word is eternal. Everything else. Everything else. Hallelujah. All of this building, will we lift our hands to heaven right now? I pray this word was an encouragement to you today. Thank you again for tuning in to Truth Chapel's podcast. If you have not yet, please take a moment and leave us a quick review. God bless and have a great rest of your day.